All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the, okay, May 9th. Okay, May 9th, guys, we are in the fifth month of the year. Hopefully you're rocking and rolling. And very, today we are very fortunate from the lovely state of California out in the desert. We have Darcy Hope. Darcy, if you could hit star six on your phone so we can hear you, that'd be great. Hey, hello, hello. Yes. <laughs> you, even, you even have a positive, even your name's positive. That's right. It's a state of positive expectation, which you need for real estate. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, do me a favor. You can hear that bell. That's just more people coming on, so don't worry about that. Yes. But tell them a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, all that good stuff, please. Okay. Well, my name is Darcy Hope. I actually grew up in Palm Desert, so this is my hometown, and I've been doing real estate for about six years owned property and rentals before that, and my husband was a real estate sales trainer. So it was the perfect transition to his seminar promotion for us to uh, come off the road and for me to get into real estate and help sell my favorite place, which is my hometown. Wow, that's great. So six years now, too. So And last year you finished, I can't remember exactly the number, but you did really well last year. I did, yeah. I think I ended up doing eighteen and a half million last year. So it was it was gangbusters for sure. <laughs> wow, congratulations. That's a lot of deals. So congratulations. Thank and, you. And yeah, it was thirty five houses. Thirty five houses. Okay. Now by yourself, do you have a team? Just because I know people are thinking that. Uh, I do have a team. Um I have someone that helps me out, Annalisa Cheney. Um, she did a couple of houses, you know, she's getting up and running and I'm supporting her as much as I can. Nice, 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 nice. Okay. So 35 homes. That's great. So tell me, just give me an idea of your breakdown. Like, is it from your sphere? Do you do other types of prospecting? How do you sell 35 homes in a year? You know, I do a lot of uh, digital advertising and I do my best to stay in really close contact with my clients because I found it through monitoring my numbers that my sphere of influence actually produces a higher price point than, you know, the random one-offs that I get any, any other way. So just staying really close and really tight with them. And I usually become friends with my clients, so it's easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you say, yeah, exactly. They become, because you're, you know, in the, in the course of real estate attraction, you become close to people, right? And yeah. You want their best yeah, you talk every day. Too. It's emotional. Right. Yep. <laughs> it is a relationship. It really is. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so, um, and you mentioned, so right before we started the call, you mentioned um, you're, on, you're in a good place right now. Things are rocking. Tell us a little bit about how things are going right now. Yeah, things are growing great. I like to have about five in escrow. I think for me, because I'm very competitive, I'm always raising the bar for myself. So I got used to last year having around five in escrow. So now the bar is set. If I have any less, honestly, I feel like failure. So, <laughs> so I'm back at five in escrow. And what's great about these five is that they're all over a million dollars. And it's taken this long to get there. So I'm really happy and hope that I can keep this momentum going. Wow. Congratulations. Now, when you say it's taken a long time to get there, are you talking about in that price range? The price point, yeah. So before it was easy for me to have five in escrow, but there's a big difference between having five, you know, 500 and below in escrow or five, a million and above in escrow. 
Right. That's a big difference. And what, so what exactly has, um, like, what's the difference for you? Is it experience, time, uh, where you're working, a little of all the above? Yeah, it's pretty much everything, really. Um, I branched out into some different cities. I was really focused on Palm Springs. That's an incredibly, you know, competitive market. I love it. That's where the mid-century modern homes are, you know, but there's also a lot of agents. We're getting a huge influx from L.A., and that's very frustrating because mm-hmm. um, they have a different way of doing business, that's for sure. And it was, you know, getting really um, – difficult at the beginning of the year to keep my head in the right space and a friend of mine who's also with Berkshire Hathaway told me that my attitude needed an adjustment because <laughs> I was nice. getting kind of beat down and so I started doing you know positive affirmations and keeping a good you know self-talk going and lo and behold a few months later you know they say the harder you work the luckier you get but it's that as well as your mindset. And, I mean, you know, I, I guess I kind of manifested it, <laughs> it seems, because I didn't really do anything that different. I just kept my head in the right place and, and focused on the right things. Yeah, because last year, if you do your numbers, you know, 35, 18 and a half, you're at yeah. right around 530000 average sale price. So this is big, right? right? Even though, even though 530000 exactly. is a sales price. Right, but this is huge. It is. Right, but out here, you know, you're either selling little condos, at, you know, in the, around 400, because uh, we have plenty of that out here, but it's very competitive. So you can write five, seven offers and not get something because cash swoops in and offers, you know, 100,000 more and blows everyone else out of the water. So that price point can be, you know, tough. And above, right. it's still very competitive, <clears throat> excuse me, and you're definitely dealing with a lot of cash, but it's, it's just better. You're, you're going and you're showing prettier houses. <laughs> the people have bought and sold homes before, so every dollar isn't the end of the world. It's, it's just, you know, more pleasant, but it, it takes time to get there. You know, I bless the hearts of the new agents who can come in and sell a, a million-dollar house their, their first deal and just end up in that price point, you know, but I've fought my way to get here and, and I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It reminds me, I was watching this thing on uh, this little clip on social media and it was Marilyn Monroe in a movie explaining, like she was dating some guy and she was explaining to his, cause the, the father was concerned. Hey, I think you're just dating my son for his money. And she basically yeah. explained to him, you know, I don't know if you ever saw that little clip, but, Says, well, uh-huh. it's, you know, it, that's part of the equation. I mean, it's nice when you date a, date a nice man that has money too, right? Just like when you're right. good-looking <laughs> too. Uh, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> so when you're doing the same transactions, Darcy, and you're making twice as much, it's okay. Right. It's kind of fun, isn't it? Exactly. It's very fun. And then you don't. <laughs> so what happened last year, I did $13 million in the first quarter. So I was really burned out, and it was hard to – I mean, I was working 12, 14-hour days, like, for months, and I believe in a work-life balance. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be a workaholic. I want – I sell this lifestyle because I enjoy this lifestyle, too. So when you're up in a higher price point, you don't have to sell as many houses to do the same amount. So it's much more enjoyable. (laughs) Right. 
And you know, exactly. exactly. And, and, you know, and, and I know people are thinking this, so I'm going to ask you the question. The difference yeah. between the person you're dealing with at 500 versus a million, is there a big difference between, you know, the type of person you're talking to and how they are to deal yes. with? Yes. Well, they're a lot more mm-hmm. relaxed, and they're not calling me at 8 o'clock at night, freaking out, you know, they asked, right. you know, like I got an inspection report. He asked for two very simple repairs, not everything under the sun. You know, I have the same conversation every day. Like, that's not a health and safety issue. We can't really ask for that. I'm sorry there's a bump in the concrete, you know, but the bump in the concrete's been there a while, and they're not going to fix that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and my my $1.3 million buyer's like, oh, just have him fix the toilet that's running. We're good. The reason I ask you that question is because most people, most agents, I should say, think it's the exact yeah. opposite, that these million and plus sellers and buyers are way high maintenance. And, you know, I have found it to be just the opposite. So I wanted them to hear you say that, too, because it just yeah. seems like they're, you know, yeah. I mean, there's definitely bigger egos in this in this price range. I've definitely dealt with that. Um but with these these buyers, it's it's just been very enjoyable. You know, they ask the right questions instead of the crazy questions. And I appreciate everyone. I mean, I will say the lower price point can be more appreciative. Um, but I'm working with some incredibly grateful people, and it's just very rewarding. You know, we don't always have the best. Um, People don't always have the best perception about agents, so to be working with people that are incredibly grateful for how hard I'm working and, and what I'm able to pull off for them is so rewarding and just exactly what I needed at this point. Like, oh, good, I'm, I'm, this is the right thing. <laughs> what I'm yes, doing right. makes sense. People appreciate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. And, 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 you know, you're right. That's a, such a great point because this business, and I'm not bad-mouthing anybody, but this business is full yeah. of people who don't take the business as seriously as you do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I call agents all the time to schedule doings, and it says call for appointment, and they don't answer my call, answer my text, and it just drives me nuts because I know if I had that listing I would be bending over backwards for my sellers. And so I wonder how they get it, you know, why they got it, how I can get one. Because <laughs> I know I do a better job. <laughs> well, a lot, of them, a lot of them don't, especially in a market like this, a lot of them don't understand the fiduciary responsibility, which is to get them the highest and best. Yeah. So they have somebody that, so there's a lot of double ending going on right now. And I have no problem with double ending. Huh. Double ending oh, I don't either. As long as they're still doing their job. If it works out that way, but don't not take my call because you're already working another offer. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on now that wasn't going on a few years ago that's kind of disappointing (laughs) with, you know, ethics and things like that. (laughs) You know, just stuff. You know, it's so true, and it's crazy when if you think about it because, you know, you're supposed to be taking the seller, uh, or if, you, if your buyer is under contract, uh, no, there was, you're supposed to be putting their needs in front of your own, and I don't think a lot of agents understand that. Right, exactly. Yep, I agree. Which is frustrating when someone's as professional as you. I, I understand. I, I remember, look, I've been doing this for 38 years. I remember before lockboxes when you had oh, wow. to bring keys. Yeah, you had to go to the office. <laughs> 
Oh, my gosh. And, and guess what agents would do when they had a buyer? Oh, I forgot the bot to bring the keys back, but here's my contract ah. two days later. I'll, right? So they would do stuff like that, too, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I remember the day lockboxes came out. I was like, oh, my God. It's like the um, it was the greatest thing ever, right? Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, like I've been around since before the internet it was involved in real estate, and it was totally different then. But it's wow, totally I bet. Yeah, I can't. Quicker. I just can't imagine how this job was even done. You know, everyone, all the the old timer agents. Oh, we do deal on napkins, and I've got clients calling me every day. How many more papers will I have to sign? Well, are you at right. 200 yet? It's about 200. It's a very green state that kills a lot of trees and paperwork. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Thank goodness everything's digital now. <laughs> All right, so, um, okay, so anything that you want to tell – I'm going to ask you my favorite question next, but before that, anything that you want to give them insight about this market that you've been able to be the successful in? You know, it just – it's always the same thing. It's hard work. Um, you can never mm. get around the hard work of real estate. I think that yep. maybe once someone's had a 15, 20-year career and their phone rings, good for them, bless their hearts. But if you've been at this for less than 10 years or like me, you know, six, my phone yeah. rings occasionally, but if I don't go out there and make it happen, it's not going to ring. So I you just that. have to keep working hard. That's, that's it. The harder you work, the luckier you get. That's definitely my mantra for what's happening right now. I love it. Yeah, make the phone ring. I used to joke with my team and say, guys, the phone works both ways. Incoming yeah. and oh, outgoing. Totally. <laughs> and outgoing. Yeah. All right, so give me your top three then. Okay, so we know it's hard work, and that's critically important. It's, I, and I'm glad that you said that, less than 10 years, because that is a big mile. Yeah. Five years is a big one, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then yep, 10 years absolutely. is a really big one too. So tell right. me the top three things to be successful. What would they be? So the second one would be to have faith because this is definitely a business of faith. It's sometimes they think how strange that we can work and work and work and maybe not get paid. I could work for months. Mm. I could work for a few years with someone. And if I don't end up closing on a house with them, I'm technically not going to get paid for any of the time that I spent with them. So you have to have faith and keep putting the smile on your face and going out and a my husband loves to tell the story about this uh, treasure hunter down in South Florida, and every day for 16 years, he would say, today's the day, today's the day. And can you imagine investors and his crew and even himself and his own self-talk for 16 years, he had to have hmm. faith that he was going to find that treasure. And it ended up being like $500 million in treasure, and they have a museum down in Key West for it. But so wow. it's very much like that, you know, and then... Also, to treat it like fishing, you know, you're casting a pole every day, you're using bait, whatever your bait may be, open houses, calling your sphere of influence, if you have some kind of a lead gen system, whatever it is, um, you know, going out and having coffee with people, you're fishing, and sometimes you're going to catch a fish, sometimes the fish is going to steal the bait and swim away, and sometimes they're going to get hooked, and you just have to keep on keeping on in order to, you know, have faith in yourself and and just keep going. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Cool. So the first one would be hard work. 
make the phone ring I wrote down. Second yeah. would be have, I wrote down have faith, take the steps, and what would you, what would you say for a third one? And then the third one, hmm. Can we can it be believing yourself? <laughs> I mean, sure. you chose you sure. chose this career, and uh, you know if you do the action that it takes to be successful every single day, no matter what, whether you're in the mood or not, eventually someone will buy a house or sell a house with you. I do believe that. So just just keep okay. believing in yourself and stay positive. That's one that was important for me this year because I had some deals at the beginning of the year that worked out, you know, one fish ate the bait and swam away. <laughs> and I had to pick myself back up and dust myself off and know that I'm great at what I do and I love what I do. So I had to just go find someone else that wanted to buy a house with me. And and now I'm reaping the rewards of that. That's awesome. Yeah, believe in yourself. And I would say, based on, um, you know, you, you You've been in the business six years. You know, you had one great advantage is you really knew the area because you grew up there. But it sounds right. to me like not only in the actions you're taking, but I would say number three, believe in yourself. And I would even say be confident. That's what it sounds yes. like you are. Very confident oh, about yes. who you are and what you do. Yeah. Right. No, I, I totally agree with that because, you know, I have confidence in my ability to help my clients get the house that they want and also find it for them. I had clients last week that gave me very little information with a wide price range, 700 to 1.5 million. And they basically said, here are the two days you can show us houses. This is the price range. We really just want a sampling you know, of home. So I call that an education day where I teach them either about the different areas they were focusing on, on one particular city and, you know, two houses into it, they were like, wow, you really picked, you know, you really understood. I called them right before I said, do I need to know anything else? Does it, you know, have to have a certain direction that it faces or, or something? They were like, no, just the price point in the city. That's good enough. You know, and they kept telling me, houses and you know now we're we're focusing on a 1.5 million (laughs) to make an offer on so that's wonderful we went from you know just a sampling education day to them being like wow you really nailed it and that's because I know the inventory I had tons of information about every house that I showed them any questions that they had I immediately was on the phone with the agent you know if someone wants information I'm all about getting the more information they have the easier it is for them to make a decision so you know just answering their questions and and knowing it and that's what I think you you don't really know the inventory or the areas as a new agent so I always say real estate begets more real estate so the more you're out there showing and doing the more you know for the next people that want you to show and answer questions Right, so you're yeah, you you're just like super educated about your market, which which translates into confidence. Yeah, Com- exactly. Com- I would call it confidence and competence because they can tell yeah. right away when you're not confident. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. If you're shuffling your papers or you just did, when when I'm showing houses, it's I call it the show, you know, <laughs> and customer yeah. service is high on it. I make sure they're comfortable and you know, just they have the information there in their hands. I have more information in my hands. 
and uh, we're going to go find a house. <laughs> if they really want to buy yeah. one, you know, unless they're a fake buyer, which do exist, you know, I'm going to find them a house, and we're going to get it. <laughs> nice. That's great. We're going to get it. I love it. And I'm going to add a fourth for you. I'm going to add a fourth for you, another, and I'd like to, you to tell them this because I heard you mention you have goals, obviously, right? So that's kind of yeah. You, you, you mentioned like I want to have five pending. I want to. So tell us a yeah. little about because it sounds like you have affirmations. It sounds like you have a schedule, and it sounds like you have have goals. So tell us a little about that too, please. Well, as far as my goals go, I'm always aiming to do 20 million. You know, I truly would be happy anywhere between. 12 and 20, uh, but I just like the sound of that, and that'll help keep me winning the award. So <laughs> I like the trophies too. <laughs> of you do. Right? <laughs> yeah, you'd be crazy so, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I break that down. You know, if I do 20 million, then I have to do five a quarter. You know, and that kind of helps keep me fueled. I pay very close attention to my numbers. I know exactly where I'm at. I know exactly where they came from. I can even tell, like, okay, well, I've got this many from these sources, so that means my phone's about to ring with with a client or a friend referring someone, and what do you know? Within the next three days, that's exactly what happens. So I think it's really important to pay attention to your numbers and where your revenue is coming from so you know where to focus on. Right, that's such a great point. You're 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 running this like a business, Darcy. That's a good <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. oh my God. Uh, right, it'd be too much work otherwise. Because <laughs> in the beginning, you wonder. I really would wonder. Okay, I just sold five houses. Where's my next house going to come from? And I I didn't know, and that was annoying to me because then I didn't know what to do next. And that's exactly, it is a business, and it's this amazing business where we can make tons of money where our brokerages are the ones who are paying for the storefront and the giant printer, you know, and the receptionist. And, you know, so we should only be very grateful for the opportunity that has been presented to us with this amazing Berkshire Hathaway name attached to it, you know, to go mm -hmm. out there and just do our best. <laughs> every day. Yeah. That's not too much to ask. <laughs> no, it's not. It's funny you say that, too, because when I started the business in 1985, I was on a 50-50 split, and I thought it was the best thing ever because right. of the And now the yep. business has morphed into these incredible splits. But you're right. If right. you run a business, a brand's important, tools are important, your managers, all that stuff, and I think people forget that. So thanks for bringing that up. I appreciate it. Yeah, and speaking of managers, we're very lucky, you know, I know out of both the Indian Wells, um, Palm Desert, which is my office, and the Palm Springs office have really dedicated managers who are there to help us absolutely, you know, and even when, if for some reason my manager's out of town, the other managers are willing to step in and help, and it's really just a wonderful organization where everybody cares about our success. Well, thank you. Yes, yes, and and you're a joy to work with because you have such a you have you have confidence, competence, but a real heavy dose of humility. And I I can see why people want to work with you because I can see you uh, putting you. their needs. You know, taking that fiduciary responsibility very oh, seriously. Oh yeah, yeah. No, now, their home search is you, absolutely a priority to me. Yeah, and, and it's it's very obvious, and I can you can just feel why people would want to work with you because you're on top of it positive get out and you know the area 
Now I have to ask you, since your your husband used to be in real estate training, does he help you out at all, or is he? <laughs> so yes, he absolutely is helpful. Um, when we first got into real estate, we thought we would do it together, but the sales cycle is a little too long for him, and and his you know sales training schedule, as I'm sure you can relate, was very grueling. They want you to oh, be yeah. kind of everywhere at once. Yeah, and so when I ended up realizing how much I love it, I said, you know what, you just support me in any way that you can. So I definitely tell him my conversations, you know, he helps me word my emails, things like that. Um, but he's really just incredibly supportive. And, and you know, he's kind of a house snob, too. He likes to step in when the houses are over a million. Who <laughs> 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 doesn't want to help when it's a beautiful home? But, yeah, if I can't be two places at once, he'll definitely, he'll definitely go, you know, and open up a house for an inspection for me or something like that, meet someone and help out that way. But I, because I was his princess for so long, I like to treat him like mine now. It's our little joke. I say, <laughs> oh, you just stay home. I'm going to go show ten houses, but dinner better be ready when I'm done. <laughs> and you know what? Dinner's ready. <laughs> yeah, so it's awesome. <laughs> it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> it is. It is Awesome. Well, I know you have your inspection, and we're right at 26 minutes anyway, so Darcy, just want to say thank you very much for taking your time out today. Really thank appreciate you. Thank you for having You're me, awesome. Ray. Thank All right, you. My pleasure. Keep it rocking. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Okay, will do. Day, Thank you. Bye. Thank you.